Good morning, good morning, Rabotai. Breakfast and the class today is dedicated in honor of Elliot Antibi and for the Rifu'ah Shalema of Yeshaya ben Lora. Uh, breakfast in the class today is also sponsored by Haron Shochet in honor of Stephen Rappaport for sponsoring so many wonderful breakfasts. Ironically, breakfast in the class is also sponsored by Stephen Rappaport in honor of all those who attended the 17th of Tammuz Minyanim May all the minyanim continue to grow from strength to strength. Uh, breakfast of the class dedicated loving memory of Sam Yisrael Lava Shalom, Lilui Nishmat Shalomo Ben Rifka, sponsored by his son Isaac Syed. And uh, breakfast of the class is also dedicated loving memory of Joel Rishti Lava Shalom, Lilui Nishmat Yosef Ben Le'ah, sponsored by his sister Robin Beta. And finally, the week of Kobru is dedicated loving memory of, uh, of and Lilui Nishmat Ezra Ben Nizha. Alava Shalom, sponsored by his grandson, Sonny Natkin. Azaku Baruch. Last but not least, uh, our, rabbi, our rabbi and Revitzen, uh, unfortunately, have had some terrible news. Rabbi Ariel Mizrahi's uh, wife, Frida, her grandfather, Rabbi Shlomo Lankri, passed away. Um, he was a pillar of the community. He was someone who uh, uh, busied himself for no money with Chesed Shel Emet in uh, in doing all of the funerals, especially uh, of late, to be there for family, be there for families in their darkest hour. Uh, what a tremendous, tremendous zechud it is to have a granddaughter of his as a pillar of our community. She carries on the chesed of her grandfather um, in, in her own home with untold and unlimited numbers of guests uh, who stay there for all hours of the day and night over Shabbat. Um, and in the way that she treats and in the way that he treats everybody in our community, we are lucky to have them. On Thursday, I actually did a wedding uh, in deal with the Sip family, and I, I had the privilege of walking him down the aisle to be there at the chuppah, and I told him how special it is that we have Ariel and Frida uh, with us, and uh, his face was shining, and he was so proud, and uh, it just teaches you something very special. It teaches you... Uh, something that I'd like to speak about today in his honor, in his memory, and in his zechut. Our, parash, our parasha begins and tells us uh, about Pinechas. It says in the Pasuk, Vaydaber Hashem Moshe Lemor, Pinechas ben Azar ben Aaron, Hakoen, Heshivet Hamati Mal ben Israel, Vekano et Kinati, Betocham. Fascinating. Um, Pinchas does an act that seems to be an act of violence, an act of anger, an act of uh, zealotry. He realizes that this moment is a very terrible, very shameful moment in Jewish history, where one of the leaders of the Jewish people takes a woman who's uh, a prostitute, he takes... Kozbi uh, Batsur, he takes this woman who's literally her own, she, she'd uh, allowed herself to be used as an object, not as a woman, not as a person, but as an object to lure in the Jewish people to sin. He falls in her trap, takes her to the uh, front of the oil moed, in front of God, in front of the Sanhedrin, in front of Moshe. He says, stop me. Who allowed you to eat? He then humiliates Moshe Rabbeinu. He then humiliates Tzipora, the wife of Moshe Rabbeinu, comparing the two as if they were in any way similar. 
the great Sadek at Sipporah, he compares it to Kosbi Batsur. If this one is Asur to me, Sipporah, me, Hitilah, who allowed you? Meanwhile, she went through the proper, proper uh, conversion. She was mutar to marry, 100%. And in all of this, and everyone is frozen in that moment. They can't respond. Pinechas steps up and he does what needs to be done. But it doesn't seem to be at that moment uh, that you're going to see the outcome that we're going to see in our Pasuk. The Pasuk says that what Pinchas did, even though it seemed to be an act of strength and of violence and of whatever, actually was an act of shalom. Because it results in lachen emor hinin lo et shalom. Therefore you should say, explain to him that I'm giving him the beriti the, uh, shalom. What is this Biriti Shalom? What is that? What does it mean that he was given this covenant of peace? The Pasu continues and says, aharav, and it will be for him and his children after him, Birit Kihunat Olam, a covenant of eternal priesthood, because he took matters into his hand in own hands to protect the honor of Hashem, and he brought forgiveness against the Jewish people, a great judgment was lifted against the Jews because someone actually stood up and did something. The silence itself would have indicated complicity. And because Am Yisrael had someone stand up against it, it illustrated that this is not what everybody felt and not what everybody held, but rather that the Jewish people had a different agenda, a different idea, and a different path uh, that they had in mind. Now what's fascinating about this gift that Pinhas is given He's given Birit Kihunat Olam. He's made an eternal uh, Kohen. Pinhas, as we started, is the son of Elazar, the son of Aaron Kohen. Why does he need to be given uh, Kihuna? He's the son of a Kohen, the grandson of the Kohen Gadot. Why is that something that he needs? And our rabbis explain something fascinating. When HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave Kihuna to Aaron, he said very clearly and very cryptically, he said, you will be a Kohen. And all of the children that are born to you are a Kohen. And all of their children who will be born from now on will be Kohen. How many children were there that were not yet, who were not born after the moment? How many grandsons of Aaron were there that were born before the moment of Kihunaz being conferred upon them? There was one Kohen. And who was that? Pinchas. So the only one excluded from being a Kohen, the only grandchild, was Pinchas. And it makes you wonder, actually, what's so wrong about Pinchas that God needs to create a rule specifically to eliminate him from being a Kohen? It's weird, isn't it? And not only that, my friends, not only that, he, uh, everyone else, all the children of Aharon, all the grandchildren are, are, are Kohanim. Pinchas is sitting there, the lone, the lone outsider. And now he becomes Brit Kihunat Olam. Anyway, he's going to be made a Kohen. In the end, he's going to become a Kohen anyway. God knows the future. So why does God make him live through this time where he's not a Kohen, where he's an outcast, and then, so to speak, he becomes, he receives Brit Kihunat Olam, My friends, there's something here this is, this, which is just so beautiful. Um... And it is expressed best in the words of the Gemara. The Gemara says, Amar Rebi, Rebi Yehuda used to say, Yesh kone olamo, some people they acquire the olam haba, right? 
over many years. Me and you, we acquire our Olam by giving tzedakah, by doing achnasat orchim, by making berachot, by saying amen, by going to Torah classes, by sponsoring breakfast in the class. I got a question just yesterday, an email saying, Rabbi, I am Ashkenaz. Am I allowed to sponsor the breakfast in the class? I said, Faddal. She said, what's that? No, I'm joking. Okay? <laughs> of course you're welcome to. We love it. We have many, many listeners that are Sephardic, Ashkenaz. You know, I had once, a little while ago, I went to a wedding. And at the wedding, this guy with a big strimal and long peot and a big beard came to me and he said, Are you, are you the Rabbi Fahri from the, from the videos? I said, yes. He goes, I watch you, me and my family watch it every day on the Torah anytime. I was like, unbelievable, Yishtabach Shemo. What? Torah belongs to everybody. The Torah is the same. How we have the Minhagim might be slightly different. But it applies to Syrians, Moroccans, Ashkenaz, from Germany, from Russia, from Poland, from uh, Iran, from India, from Iraq. It doesn't make a difference. We are all one people. Kulanu b'nei ish echad anachnu. We are all the sons of Yaakov Avinu, of one man, of Avraham Yitzhak Yaakov, Sarav Karachel V'le'ah. So my friends, Amar Yehuda, Yesh kune olam, or some people acquire the olam haba over many years. Abal, he cries, he begins to cry as he says, but yesh kune olamo b'sha'echad. There are those that acquire the olam haba in one hour, in one moment. The Gemara relates a, fact, a, 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 a fantastic story. A story which is tragic, but also very inspiring about a certain Roman executioner. He's standing there as the Romans take Rabbi Hananiah ben Teradion to his final, uh, to his, the final place on earth. They burn him alive at the stake. But in order to torture him, they take wool and they wrap it around his torso and they soak it in water so that the fires that are going to kill him don't kill him sooner. They cause him maximum pain but he manages to survive the pain and live through the pain until those until he gets uh, until he dies in the most agonizing way. The Roman executioner sees the rabbi suffering, and he says to the rabbi, "If I remove the cotton wool, if I remove it from your body, if I throw wood into the fire, so the fires will consume you quicker, and you'll die faster with less pain, can you promise me a place in Olam Abba?" Rabbi Hananiah ben Teradion says, yes. The Roman executioner tears the wool off of him, throws wood in the fire, and then knowing what his punishment is going to be, he jumps into the fire himself. Bachar Rabbi Va'amar, Rabbi Uda cried and he said, Yesh kone olamo There are people who acquire their whole world in one moment. Now to me this is magnificent. Rabbi Hanayah ben Teradion is Moser Nefesh's whole life. Teaches Torah, does everything. Gets Olam Abba. That this guy in 10 seconds could get Olam Abba, how could such a thing be? But we witness Rabbi the power of a person's pure intentions, of a great deed, and one and, util- and the utilization of one moment on this earth in the right way.
What an unbelief. Now, it doesn't have to end in death. But look at one moment with, one, with the right heart, with the right deed, what it can accomplish in this world. Yesh koneh olamo echad. Now, Rabotai, I want to explain what this means. And we're, what we're looking at with Pinhas. Zimri, he was the leader of the tribe of Shimon. Kozbi comes to him. She tries to get him to be with her. And the people, the Bnei Shimon, the Midrash tells us, they all come to him and they say, what, we're all going to be we're all dying over here? And uh, you're not going to stand up for us? You know, you're not going to stand, you know, so, you know uh, uh, back us? He grabs a woman, he does what he does. Think about a man, on the one hand, in this one moment, becomes known as the uh, archetype of evil, uh, as this disrespectful, sinful person who does what he does in a brazen way, basically tells everyone else to go jump off a cliff, including God, Moshe, and the Sanhedrin, okay? In one moment of passion. And Le'umat, that on the opposite side, you have Pinahas, who recognizes that this is a moment where he could stand up for Borei Olam, for Moshe Rabenu, for the honor of the Beit HaMikdash, for the honor of the Sanhedrin, for the honor of Siporatz, and it was in Tzadeket. And look at what Pinhas gets because of this. Pinhas not only acquires this, we know, Pinhas the Zohar says, Ze Eliyahu, which means that he achieved in this moment immortality. He's a person who becomes, so to speak, Eliyahu Anavi, who then becomes Eliyahu Malach that comes to every Brit Milah. Wild to think about that for one second. And to me, and I must share this because I think that this is so beautiful, okay? To me, I think that's why Borei Olam did not give Pinhas the Kihuna. Because for everybody else, they were being given the Kihuna as a gift. But God knew that Pinhas was going to do an action where he could have Kihuna that wasn't given to him, but that he'd earned. What's better to have? Something that was given to you, conferred upon you? Or the fact that you earned something, that you, with your own hands took that honor, so to speak, took that position and made it your own. You are a Kohen in a way unlike any other Kohen. So God gave Pinhas the opportunity by not giving him the opportunity earlier to be able to step into these shoes and to make something of himself. My friends, this is not only about dying. And it's not only about these crazy moments that a person has. We are faced with moments like this all the time. I just got a, a, a video from a young man in Eretz Israel, And he says, you know, I'm a rabbi in a synagogue in Israel. And a few, what I have a long ago, he says, I watched you in the Siyum Ashas speak about a fellow whose name is Mendy Rosenberg. Mendy Rosenberg is someone who was struck with ALS. Rachman al-Itzlan, it took from him every possible uh, motor and neuron and, and what's it called, functionality. Can't move his arms, his legs. He can't move anything. The only thing that Mendy can move is his eyes. But he taught himself using his eyes to have a computer tracking system work with his eyes, and he can guide the computer and interact with the computer just how it tracks the movement. He can write messages. He can do this. So what did Mendy Rosenberg do with that gift? He started Dafyomi, and he finished Shas. Seven and a half years, didn't miss a day. 
His wife told me, Malky Rosenberg told me that he finished it. He used to re review the daf multiple times every day. He finished Shas Yahani two or three times in this time, time span. Many other Sifarim as well. He argues with his Chavruta by moving his eyes back and forth. Uh, what's it called? Right? This is someone who emulates Hakadosh Baruch Hu in taking the most difficult, harsh situations and turning that into the most beautiful thing. So I spoke about Mendy's situation and what he's done. And the man tells me, I witnessed what you said in those three minutes, okay? And you talked about how Mendy obligates each and every one of us. For us, it's very easy put on a shiur, go to the class, you know, do the thing. If he could do it, we could do it. And when we're going to get to Shamayim, we're going to have so many excuses. Ah, I wasn't feeling good. I had a headache. Ah, I had this, I had that. They're going to bring Mendy in, but in Shamayim, after 120, he's going to be very uh, uh, fit, like a fiddle. And they're going to say, yeah, but you know what? Mendy proves that anybody can do it. The guy said, it hit me like a ton of bricks. That night, I started in my synagogue a daf yomi shiur because of Mendi. He says, and we've finished now, already masechtot, full books. And once I started the class in my shul, people started joining and people started finishing with me. You have multiple people finishing masechtot, eventually finishing hopefully shahs, because of three minutes. Yesh koneh olamo echad. Now the word koneh means to acquire. It means to uh, to buy. But it doesn't only mean to earn or to buy. And the proof is that we use that word in the tefillah. We say that God is koneh hakol. That doesn't mean that God buys everything. Where is He going to buy everything from? Which store does God buy from? Does He have Amazon Prime? Does He have Amazon Now? How does that work, right? What does He get? Koneh shamayim ba'aretz, we say in the tefillah. God... He didn't buy heaven and earth from uh, Walmart or, uh, or uh, make it from Home Depot, right? Konesh Amayvaretz means he created it. So when we say yesh koneh olamo, a person can create their world in a moment, we mean that with our actions we are building our world. And no question, that is true about Gan Eden, where we build the world that our souls will live in eternally. However, my friends, it's not only olam haba that we build with our actions. It's also this world. Pinehas built Eliyahu Anavi. He built the future. He built Olam Abba. But he was a Kohen in this lifetime. He was a Kohen on this earth. He taught those lessons and became that person in this place. Because a person can create a new world within which to live with his actions. There's a famous line that they attribute to Milton Berle that says, if opportunity doesn't knock, build the door. So, so many of us sit around waiting for an opportunity. But you know what? No one comes and asks us to be great. And no one comes and asks us to do this or to do that. So the opportunity that we were waiting for never came. And I die, you know, in middle management. You know, I die with the thing, you know, without knowing too much Torah, without growing too much. Ask yourself this question. Is your marriage good, great, amazing, epic? What is it? Is your relationship with your children, is it good? Is it okay? Is it bad? Is it great? What could it be? Your relationship with your friends, 
Is your chesed, is it good? You know, rate it like you do, you know, those surveys that you have in the hotel with the smiley face and the sad face. Wait, you know, where are you on the spectrum? Every person with one small action can change their relationship. Now, you, if you think about these moments, these pinhas moments, where you literally change your world, think about this. If someone is addicted to alcohol, the moment they check themselves in to rehab, this is that moment. They're building themselves a new world. The moment someone realizes that their marriage is good, it's not bad, it's not terrible, but you know what? They could use a little bit of therapy, a little bit of counseling in how to communicate better. I don't know what to talk to my wife about. I don't know. We just talk about the problems and the kids. But we don't actually have the relationship or the connection that we used to or that we could. Why would you settle for that? Go change it. The phone call you make to create the appointment is the yesh kune olamu. You're creating your world. Your children, what's your relationship with them? Do they come to you when they need something? How do you build that relationship? You decide that you're going to be the one that puts them to bed. You're going to tell them bedtime stories. You're going to start having dinner at home every night with your family. Whatever it is, every person, we can create, we can make something implemented in our life where we're literally building for ourselves a new world within which to live. But the problem is that we, all of us, we just sit and wait around for these mega opportunities to come. We don't realize that mega opportunities happen when we do very small, significant things. Don't wait. I think to myself about that Thursday night when I was walking with the rabbi down the aisle and I was telling him about how special his granddaughter and, and his grandson-in-law are. And I said to myself when I heard the news, thank God I got a chance to say. And I remember thinking, when I started walking down the aisle, you know what, is it appropriate now to talk to him? I'll tell him later. What would have happened if I would have told him later? I would have told him never. You don't always get another chance to be able to take, to grab the opportunities that come your way. Now Pinchas, he, Moshe doesn't tell him to do this. Our rabbis tell us that in this moment, they were all frozen. Pinchas comes and stands up and says, Rabbi, didn't you teach us? You know, that someone who feels the, the, the right energy, has the right thoughts, he can do the right thing. You know, and Moshe says, you know what, you're right. That wasn't opportunity knocking. That was Pinchas building the door. I'm reminded of Rafi. Rafi that came to me and said, Rabbi, you know, since COVID started, we haven't had anything for the kids. So I said, yeah, we're going to have it soon. Rafi said, we need to have it now. My kids are asking me about it. The morning program on Sunday morning happened because Rafi came and demanded it. But the other people that enjoy from it, that benefit from it, that start to love shul because of it, whose reward is that going to be in Olam Abba? That's going to be Rafi's. Yesh kone olamo. You've created a new world, a new reality for yourself, for your children, by your actions. Rabotai, no one has a world that's perfect. No one. The difference between people is some people accept the world that they live in and some people never stop trying to change it for the better. Which one do you want to be? 
ברוך אדוני לעולם, אמן ואמן. רבי חנניה מנקשה אומר, רצה 